Well, good. It's nice to see people. Nice to see faces. I'll tell you what, that was unique, and I would prefer never to do that again. So it's lovely to see faces this week. Um, staring at my own face was uh, different. Um, but I'm definitely glad to be here. Um, I figured that I would just start um, today with a quick recap. It should only take about 40 minutes, and then we'll get into the next stuff. Um, so this is the second week of our three-part series um, on the fruit of the Spirit. Again, my goal is to have some conversations um, about each of these, um, each of the fruit and how ideally we can, if it's a matter of questions or how we, some people may be applying it in their lives or lessons we've learned about these specific fruits so that hopefully um, through these conversations we can learn from the body of Christ on how that we can continue to nurture these fruits and ideally um, in our own lives, but and, and even perhaps more importantly in the, our children that we're raising so that they are even more prepared to face this world than we are. Um, ideally, that each generation that passes, they'll learn a little more and a little more than we did um, and, uh, and act out a little better than we have. Um, last week, we looked at the first, first, three, the first three fruits of the Spirit listed by Paul, which were love, joy, and peace. The love that was written about was that it was agape love, and that is that self-sacrificing love, seen most um, perfectly in um, the love that Christ gave to us, and that he, self- he sacrificed himself so that we would um, have access uh, to God through him. We learned in the next about joy, and that we learned there that the word that was, the definition that was being used was a um, was described as an awareness of God's grace and favor. So understanding that we can have joy even when things aren't going right, when we aren't happy, when we're sad, that we can still have that joy in our life, that we can still look at moments and through it all say, I'm aware of God's grace and his favor in my life. Even if it means that grace and favor and the goodness will come in eternity. And the last was peace. And that was just a reminder to live in harmony where we can with our brothers and sisters to let things that aren't critical to um, the eternal faith um, at times go, to live peacefully when we can. Um, And so that brings us now um, to our next three. The next three are we're going to be looking at. um, uh, We'll go ahead and just start with um, patience. Um, In the concordance, it listed it as long-suffering. I probably should have Katie come up here since she is well-versed in long-suffering being married to me. Um, but she is with the kiddos, so I will, I will continue. Patience, um, long-suffering. The Greek word, and, and as we mentioned, I've been looking at the Greek words and looking through their definition of the concordance and looking at areas where they are cross-referenced to see what we can gain um, from other uses and to see uh, what light they can shed on us as we continue through the um, learning about the fruit of the Spirit. Um, and again, excuse me, my Greek is, is not great. Um, the word for patience was macrothumium, and it meant uh, waiting sufficient time before expressing anger. Um, and avoiding the premature use of force. Um, and so there is a, a picture of a long... Of that long, I do like the, how they use the long-suffering of, of being patient of it, something that needs to be built up, taking time... And so we'll go to a couple of the verses that we've seen um, as we were, you know, as we've been doing. Um, the first was in Timothy, First um, Timothy fifteen through seven, and Paul is writing, and he says, "It is a trustworthy statement, deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, among whom I am foremost. 
Yet for this reason I found mercy, so that in me, as the foremost sinner, Jesus Christ might demonstrate his perfect patience as an example of those who would believe in him for eternal life. And so we see here, in this example, Paul is talking about his, um, the patience that Christ had towards him, that God had towards him. And we know in Paul's early life, before he was Paul as Saul, he was persecuting the church. He was attacking the believers in Christ. Um, and so we know that that, obviously we know that is a lifestyle that is not um, conducive to uh, where God would like us to live. But we saw that through God's patience, that he finally turned Saul, approached Saul, turned him, and there was the conversion. And then we see what Paul did with his life after that, realizing that the way he was going, the way he was acting, was not in accordance with um, God's word and understanding that Jesus was the Messiah that was spoken of um, and, and going on and doing great works through him in his own life, having to experience much patience through his own persecutions and sufferings. Um, coincidentally, um, in Second Peter three thirteen, I think actually we may have had this at the very beginning of church, but um, as Peter writes, but according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you look for these things, be diligent to be found spotless and blameless by him, at peace, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation, just as also. Our beloved brother Paul, according to his wisdom given, wrote to you also in all his letters, speaking of things in which these are some things, in which there are some things that are hard to understand, which the untaught and unstable distort, as they also do also the rest of the scriptures to their own destruction. You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, be on your guards that you are not carried away by the error of unscrupulous people and lose your own firm commitment, but grow in grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Again, we see that long, that the patience of the Lord, that long, um, the long waiting for, for the mercies to come, to understand those mercies. Um, and so, uh, moving down again, we just continue to see um, how long those patience of the Lord. And I feel like this next scripture, this one is um, in Peter 3.14, and it, it'll end up cross-referencing um, where we'll take our next dive. Um, but we're in 1 Peter 3.14-20. through 20. But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. And do not fear the intimidation, and do not be in dread. But sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a difference to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you, but with gentleness and respect, and keep good conscience so that the thing in which you are slandered, those who disparage your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. For it is better, God should will it, that you suffer for doing what is right, rather for doing what is wrong. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all time, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which we also went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison, who were once disobedient, uh, <clears throat> when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah during the construction of the ark, in which a few, that is eight persons, were brought safely through the water. And so when I was studying this and, and going through um, this example, I think was the greatest example of, of Noah and God's patience and the patience we're supposed to have. God came to Noah and he told him that the world was no longer doing good, that he was basically sad that he had created the world and he was going to start over. 
And then he was going to start over with Noah. And through this, in, in our time with the Torah study, we have, they've talked about how God's patience is seen through this, and that he gives Noah this time to build the ark. The ark was not built you know, in the turn of a page. As quickly as it comes and goes in the Bible, it took a long time to build the ark. It was, it was giant, and I uh, can only assume that Noah was not a master boatsman, um, that he uh, had to do it slowly and, and, and much consultation with um, hope of the Lord. But overall, it did not take, it was not built in a day. Um, and so all this time, the, God had this patience with these people that were doing wrongdoing, that in that time that maybe while Noah was building this boat, that they would come and turn from their evil ways, that there would be this understanding that, oh, maybe we should turn from our ways. And all this time, Noah's building this boat, and God is being patient, being patient, being patient, being patient. Finally, the boat, the ark is complete. The animals are gathered, which I assume cannot have been an easy task either, a quick task. And then finally the rain starts and the ark is sealed. But God had plenty, gave, gave the people of earth plenty of time. But he was so patient with them in their wrongdoing that they continued to do wrong, continued to do wrong. And finally, finally after a certain amount of time, the anger, the anger comes and the punishment comes. But that example of Noah to me is the best example we can have as, as patience. Um, and so the question is, what does it mean for us if we're, if we're to be, if we're made in God's image, and if we are to be like Christ, then this is something that we need to work on. I will, I know that patience for me, and, and my wife would attest to this, is the, is my least tasteful fruit. I am not a, I am not a patient man, and um, through this, and honestly, I, I would say, like I said, from last year, from learning it with, this, doing it with our young ones, realizing that I am not patient, and that it's something that I need to actively work on. And it's funny, you pray for patience, and all that happens is situations to test your patience. I don't, I don't just magically get new patience, but it's like a muscle. I think you have to, uh, as you build the muscle, as you um, train to build muscle groups, there is a breaking down of that muscle and a building up where there's going to be some soreness, there's going to be some discomfort, but in the end, you're going to be making it making it stronger. And so I think in all of these fruits, especially the ones where we are not as, where we don't cultivate as well, that there is going to be growing pains, understanding that, oh, I, I didn't have the patience in that situation, and having to look back and say, I messed up, I, need, I should have been more patient in, in those situations. And I would note that for me, when I was looking at this, um, is that when we have patience, we have to find that balance. Because patience, it doesn't allow for wrongdoing forever, but it's merely a time for correction and finding our way to obedience and our righteousness. Patience does not mean there's no accountability for actions, nor should patience from a, my patience, God's, my actions towards God should not continually try his patience, nor our actions to each other or our actions to our children. So there are, Though there should be patience, there also, on our parts, we should not deliberately be trying to try those patients intentionally. And I think, of, when I think of the, when I think of this, I think that there are times, too, where we need to understand that there is not a time for patience. I think the best example of this is when David was moving the ark, and the ark goes to Teeter, and Uzzah goes out to study the ark, to protect the ark, to protect God's, to protect this, the beautiful work that God commanded them to, to create. He reaches out to steady it. And there was no patience in that moment. He disobeyed God's order of, of how they should be carrying the ark, of not to touch the ark. 
and he died instantly. There was no patience in that respect. And so there are times where we are to have a long patience, much like the Lord. There are times where patience, there isn't a time for patience where if a, a certain rules are not being followed, that we shouldn't have that patience and that long suffering. And so, like I said, it comes back to finding that balance and it relates to patience. I mean, that kind of sums up uh, this portion of patience. And now that I'm here, I'd take that little break. Um, I don't know if we want to stop the recording and then discuss, and then we'll, we can start the recording again. Um, but now's the time if we have any questions, thoughts on patience. Uh, it looks like we are pop-